joined today by Eric Relf of Comstock. Eric, it's a big day today with the release of the WASD report. What are we seeing taking place in the grains? Yeah, so crop production was reported at 11 o'clock right now, just kind of treading water here. Corn's basically steady. You're anywhere from up a quarter to down a quarter and not much in between. So very steady in the corn. Beans are getting a little boost after just getting smashed the last few days. I mean, the, the downside in the beans has surprised a lot of people. Got down to 12.50 and a half overnight in the November contract. That basically... Uh, hit some pretty long-term support, uh, psychological support at 12.50, and with this sell-off leading into the report that uh, could give us enough cause for some upside momentum from the report if we see even the slightest bit of surprise. So when you have a bearish market leading into even a neutral report, sometimes you can see a bullish reaction. Uh, and if the numbers happen to come out and surprise people a little bit, then who knows? So, Eric, with the WASD report today, what is the things that you will have your eyes on? What are you going to be most excited to learn about here today? Uh, I think probably the biggest ticket item for most of us is going to be the yield. Um, both corn and soybean yields are expected to be fairly stable, not looking for any big changes. And if that holds true, then I think this weakness has probably been a little overdone in the soybeans. In corn, you know, maybe it's about where it needs to be if we hold steady there. But I think the yield is going to be the biggest number that people are looking at. And any adjustments to old crop numbers coming into this, NAS and WASD don't always line up. We saw those numbers in the quarterly stocks report. That doesn't necessarily have to be the the print that we see today, and so that'll be watched closely to see if there's any discrepancies between those two reports. So those would be the two biggest things for me, and and uh, looking forward, how are they perceiving our export book, and do we think we're in line there? Are we going to see further reductions there? So the, the, those will be the big ticket items, in my opinion. And Eric, what do you think about the latest harvest numbers and that data that we've received there? Well, you know, we, we've actually done some uh, client surveys, some, scri- some subscriber surveys, and trying to get some feel for what we're seeing regionally and, and from, well, we have subscribers all over the growing region, uh, nearly every state in the Corn Belt. And, and so I think, generally speaking, we're, we're surprisingly good on beans in the heart of the Belt surprisingly bad in some of the fringe areas. When you talk about dryland, Nebraska, Kansas, those type of areas, Dakotas seem to be kind of a two-sided story as well. You can talk to Eastern South Dakota, they'll tell you a very different story than Western South Dakota. So it will be interesting to see if one offsets the other and by how much. Uh, Corn, I I just think we're a little early for, for the most part, but what we've heard so far, a little disappointing. Um, you know, some of the areas, talking South Central Iowa, uh, you're seeing 40, 50% reduction from APH. I mean, those are big numbers to have to overcome in some of these higher production areas. And I just don't know if we're going to see the difference to, to uh, make up and compensate for those losses. Eric, let's switch over to the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex. What are we seeing there? So yesterday was kind of an interesting day in the cattle market specifically. We traded lower early. You know, we've been in this correction in the cattle market. We saw a little follow through to the downside yesterday. I don't think anybody was overly surprised by that. But we did reach 
both feeder and live cattle got into oversold territories to the point where they needed some kind of a rebound. And by the end of the day, you're, you're two and a half, three dollars off the low in both feeders and fat cattle yesterday. So that was kind of an interesting reversal higher. And I don't know if we've got enough storyline here to keep pushing that. Or if we're going to just see a brief reprieve here, maybe we've already seen the max of it, and we go right back down again and make new lows for this corrective phase that we're in. But it was interesting to see the recovery yesterday on some scattered news of dollar higher fat cattle trade in the Southern Plains, particularly in Kansas yesterday. Few numbers out of Texas, a dollar higher than the week prior. So we've got to get a market set for the fat cattle cash, and then maybe we'll see something. But with box beef continuing to retreat a little bit, uh, really no massive improvements in cash. Packers aren't getting overly aggressive. I will say they're probably moving up forward a little bit. They're a little closer to the knife than they would have let on. They're going and picking up cattle this week that they were they had scheduled for next week and the week after. So they're probably a little shorter bought than than maybe they wanted to let on, which that's not a big surprise. We've seen that many times before. So that's kind of intriguing. We'll have to watch that and see how it plays out in the coming days. And hogs just continue to be a whipsaw. I do think it's intriguing, though, that we have October running $82, uh, you know, October lean hogs at $82 when you've got the December at 70 you know, that $12 gap becomes relevant because tomorrow is the last trading day for the October hogs. So when those go off, then you've got this $12 gap. Is the market going to try to make an attempt to fill that gap on the continuation chart? Or are we satisfied staying at these low levels and, and just leave that deficit? So it'll be interesting uh, after tomorrow to see what the hog market does as well. It's always interesting to watch the market screens on a day like today when we get a WASD report and you see the movement from the numbers. Now, Eric, in a traditional day, you know, sometimes we see the, let's say, cattle market, for example, move in a relationship with the corn market. On a WASD report day, is there something we're looking for for the livestock side as far as what might react to what we get for the numbers here today and what's happening with the grains? Yeah, I think we're going to be looking close at the crush demand on the soybean side, and that could have an impact maybe more so in the hog market than the cattle because soybean meal is just more prevalently used for hogs than for cattle. And then you are going to see that relationship, particularly between the corn and the feeder cattle. So the corn, you know, and and I'm not expecting this, but on a report day like today, corn could be, you know, at 1101, it could be up 25 cents but the feeders have not yet retreated. And so then people look at that as an opportunity to maybe capture the move in the corn, even though they're delayed in reacting. So they'll sell the feeders and eventually the feeders react to the higher corn and work lower. And so you see a lot of day trading, you see a lot of inexplicable movements. So today is not not as key in the livestock as what do we see for follow through tomorrow. Eric Ralph of Comstock, our guest here today. Eric, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Comstock for more marketing information? Well, you can find us on all the social media platforms, including YouTube. Uh, you can also go to our website at Comstock.com, or you can give us a call at the office at 712-227-1110. Eric Ralph of Comstock, thank you so much for the time here today. Have a great day. We'll speak again soon. You too, Mark. Thank you. That was Eric Rolf with Comstock. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn down one and a half at 486 and a half. November soybeans up seven and a quarter at 1259 and a half. December soybean meal up 770 at 384.80. December soybean oil down 11 cents at 52.62. Chicago wheat down four and a quarter at 583 even. Minneapolis wheat down four even at 714 and a quarter. 
Kansas City hard red wheat down seven and a half at 659 and three quarters. March oats up three and a quarter at 418 and three quarters. On the Merck, December live cattle down two cents at 186.95. November feeder cattle up 52 cents at 252.52. December lean hogs up 30 cents at 70.27. December pork cutout down two dollars even at 79.80. And class three milk down three cents at 17.20. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.